0: All right, big game happening at the Adelaide Oval on Sunday, three fifteen. It gets underway. Sturt are taking on the Adelaide Crows. Mm. I get the feeling there'll be more Sturt supporters there. I think so. Will that bother our next guest, the captain of the Crowies, Matthew Wright? Joins us. Hello, Matty. Good day. How are we, gentlemen? Go Not well. bad. Well, you'd be as fresh as a daisy, it wouldn't you, you thug? Oh, that's <laughs>
1: rude. Ay hey, ay hey, hey! Pretty pretty incident in my opinion, but anyway, a <laughs> few, why, few uh... of them now. Hey, take us yeah, through it to... though. It, it
0: was 2 weeks. Take us through the incident. Yep. You didn't challenge it?
1: Uh no, we didn't, mate. And to be honest, the, the risk was you challenge it, it um it goes up to 2 weeks. We had it knocked off the boys on the weekend and you you're looking at sitting out a grand final, so. Okay. Um yeah, the the risk of your reward <laughs> there obviously didn't weigh up and um yeah, miss missed out on a cracking game of footy and it would have been nice to be out
2: there so Matthew you've said what everyone is saying at the moment about football accidents leading to suspension how tough is that now for a player to mm-hmm. deal with because you've got an AFL setting an agenda and now we hear AFL advocates saying players have to
1: process
2: not only what they have to do in the game but their duty of care to an opposition player yeah
1: it's it's tough it is but ultimately it's in place for the protection of the players which I'm all for mm-hmm. um you know, yeah. You never want to be in these predicaments, but it, it happens so quickly on the footy field. Um, very rarely the players have the intent to actually hurt the opposition player, I don't think. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a tough one, and to be honest, not one that I'd completely agree with last week, but, uh, mm. yeah, a risk fair reward, and we'll get another crack at it with a double chance. So, uh, ready to take on the double blues this week.
0: You've never lined someone up, up with a hip and shoulder and really wanted to knock the stuffing out of them?
1: At <laughs> uh, 179 and 78, 79 <laughs> kilos, I'm not sure I'm doing too
0: much damage, lads. Oh, you always get a giggle when a footballer says, oh, look, we really don't want to hurt the opposition. I thought, oh, things, yeah. have, things have changed. Well, i tell
2: I, you what, they did hurt Sturt on the scoreboard in the last quarter of the qualifying final, and I don't know, Matthew, if you heard Marty Matner with us last night, but i got the feeling he wants to put the brakes on this game. He talked defence. Mm.
1: Yeah, traditionally, Marty, over the years, is coached a very defensive team. Um, so we're, we're expecting that for them to try and strangle it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, in their way, if it's a 49 to 50, their advantage, yep. they'd probably take that. So, yep. yeah, we're we're aware of that and they, they've tried to do it a couple of times this year. And um, I've got no doubt it'll, it'll probably be a close game and, and probably a cracking game last mm-hmm. time. We've, We've played it- them and probably you go back two or three years, every time we play, third, they've been close really good games of footy. So hopefully Sunday's no different.
0: Yeah. Well, you're right there. They've been really close. 75 to 68, 75 to 68. Uh, oh, that's, a, that's the same game. Thanks, Ben. Oh, Ben, he's stuffed Ooh. another one up. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mickey Godden's been telling us now, it feels like three years that uh, Kieran Strawn will be back. Will he definitely be back? <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, we've got training tonight. So he's going to have a run around and uh, hopefully put a few down the middle of the strokes and, and see how he goes. Um, but yeah, hopefully I think. Obviously, having a a number one or a dominant ruckman in the side is a massive advantage for us, it allows us to get our other players in their primary positions. So, yeah, hopefully, mate, no, he's he's a ripping lad and a really good for the group, and um, we all know what he's capable of in footy field. So yeah, fingers crossed.
0: Does Andrew McPherson come back into the lineup?
1: He, he'll be putting his hand up as well. He'll uh, he'll be training the house down in training world Tuesday. So hopefully, he backs it up again and and puts his hand up and again. We know what he does, or uh, well, both those players can do on the footy field, but more so probably their leadership, mm. um, communication and, and comms, game day is going to be crucial, particularly in the big final.
2: Matthew, tell us about the challenge of putting a week-by-week team together, considering you know, at the end of the year you've got AFL players who do the exit meetings and then have other agendas. How challenging has that been for you in the past three weeks?
1: To be honest, Roach, we had um, similar sort of fashion last year, yeah. and the boys handled it really well then. and. I think the group's really matured probably over the last 18, 24 months. It mm. hasn't been too many issues, to be honest. We, um, the boys are pretty pumped to still be running around. Uh, the program probably relaxes a little bit. You're not in here all day, every day, sort of four days a week there. Mm. So they get the opportunity to train at night with the development lads, which is awesome. We get that crossover. Um, but yeah, no, their attitude's been fantastic. Um, we've really bought in and, and probably trying to buy into the program and what we're trying to achieve yeah. as a group. There's
0: always talk about the Crows and Port Adelaide being in the Sandfall competition. We're live and interactive. The texts are coming through. zero four two let Let's go to the tricky ones, Maddie. Uh Hi, guys. Can you please tell me why Matt Crouch isn't lining up for the Sandfall game this week? The Crows say every year, I quote, we're in it to win it, but do they mean it? That's from Ken.
1: Well, firstly, absolutely, we mean it. and um, Every every play situation is a delicate one. Obviously, Crouchy was... Out of contract and then gets contracted so I can understand um, the question coming through. But ultimately, we sort of back the players that we've got in the team um, at the minute. And Crouchy's done a mountain of work over the course of the year throughout the sample to get himself back into that AFL squad and really, really play some really great footy for us for the last six weeks. So there's more probably that body management. Load and all the other sort of cliche lines I can reel off at you. But, yeah, it'd be nice to have him out there, but um, he's not, and we play those cards.
2: But how do you feel about this whole debate? Because it's clear that the Crows don't generate love from traditional sanford fans, and when you get Graeme Corns as a long-standing member of SA Footy saying we should boycott the sanford grand final of Port and the Crows make it, how does that make you feel as a player?
1: Yeah, it's not ideal and um, you know, People, I suppose, in, in case cases, contributed so much to the yeah. other pretty Club, and oh. understand is a is a loyal Sample man as well. Clearly, mm. so yeah, it's it's not ideal, Roach, um, but again, we we as individuals and the players and the team weren't around when the team was formed, or yeah. weren't part of the the reason when the team was formed. Um, it's a comp that we're in. It's a comp that I've loved when I was coming through the ranks of North Adelaide. Mm. So I'm very much a Sanford man myself. So I'm. I'm pumped to be running around the sandful and um, yeah, hopefully we can get this one done and, and have another crack at the base next week.
0: You take on a development role within the group because of your experience and seniority. Uh, who's really impressed you? Who would you say is going to jump out and surprise us all next year?
1: Yeah, well I think um probably the back end of this year and a little bit of an interrupted in pre season, but Billy Dowling's a kid oh. um, from North Adelaide and What he's been able to do, and you probably forget at times that he's an 18-year-old kid coming in and playing league footy every week and and playing a really strong brand of footy. Um, So I think he's one with another summer under his belt. Hopefully he's he's putting his hand up to play some AFL footy. Um, But if not, he's only going to get better and better in the sample and and wait for that opportunity to come. But, yeah, he's he's one, mate. Zachy Taylor, um, unfortunately, goes down with a pretty bad ankle early on in the year, but he's another one that's that's been putting in a mountain of work and... Mm. And you obviously got Luke Mankovas who sort of comes into the AFL team late in the year and, and plays some really good footy. Unfortunately, another one that goes down with injury. So we've, we've had a few whacks there. But um, yeah, there's plenty of kids coming through that, that are going to be right in, yeah. in the thick of it.
0: Zachie Taylor was looking really impressive before that injury. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's go to the coaching staff. And uh, it's happening at a number of clubs now. You have Chelsea Randall there. Uh, how's her input? And tell us what she does on game day.
1: Yeah, she's a star. She, uh, Chelsea and I have been working really close this year. She's been helping out with the forward line. Um, I've probably missed a few games through an injury and, unfortunately, suspension this year. So we've both been in the box at times. But, yeah, she's another set of eyes for us. and She gives us a really different perspective um, ahead of the ball. and Communication skills and her educational skills coming from a teaching background mm. has been crucial for this young group. Um, and, yeah, the boys have really enjoyed Having her around, Uh, it's probably more a reflection that they like to hear from her more than they like to hear from me. So it's probably (laughs) some (laughs) feedback for myself. But um, yeah, she's a star person, clearly a a star footballer, and no doubt she'll be a star coach in the future.
0: Well, I think women are more logical, Rich. Well, there's a thought. Yeah. And they're more responsible. You don't agree? No, No, they're more responsible. (laughs) Doesn't tend to agree there. No, they're more (laughs) responsible as well. But you didn't, you didn't embrace the idea of more logical.
2: You yeah, know, I, I am
0: embracing it. But I'm saying <laughs> well, more than that. No, It was. I'm with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, Matthew, two
2: men that we loved very, very much, Dean Bailey and yep. Phil Walsh, sadly no longer with yep. us, they left a legacy at Adelaide about wrapping their am, arms around top up players. The yep. story there now of a top up player really lives that legacy that you really admire for the way in which they've walked into the group and taken in everything that the Crows expect of them.
1: Yeah yeah they um well firstly on, on bales and andwalsh couldn't get two sort of better people um a in terms of developing footballs and kids and I was still a kid at, at that stage when they were at the footy club um but they their carefully individual away from footy it was it was mm. second to none um but yeah we've we've really made a conscious effort and, um and to be fair it's probably when Godsey come in um the program about, well, no, that's not probably fair on the, the coaches prior to that, but it was a real conscious effort on um, what we, we need the development players to play at a certain level and we can't help our AFL players or AFL listed players develop if we don't surround them with quality players and yeah. quality people. Yeah. Um, and the work they do in the program, they're coming in, and they stroll in past, <laughs> late yeah. to meetings at times and they got their plumber's gear on or yeah. their sparky gear yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and, and it takes you back to when you, the, the apprentice plumber in me, playing footy at North Adelaide. But it mate. Keeps so you I'm, real as well. A real then. soft spot. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. So I've got a real soft spot for our development boys. Yeah, um, good. Yeah. And to be honest, they're just so pumped to be playing footy and, and to be playing a real consistent brand of footy that they have all year for us has been fantastic. So. Hopefully a few of these boys get a bit more reward uh, in the weeks to come.
0: Last one, Matty. We get a stack of texts coming through on this particular player over the last probably two seasons, Rooch, on 0427, There's a couple coming through again. Um, will Tarek – I'll paraphrase this uh, – will Tarek Newchurch <laughs> play AFL footy?
1: I hope so, mate. He, um, he's got some attributes that uh, not many have and, I constantly joke about him. If he's got grass in front of him, I tell him only him and I are the only ones that can just take off and let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, and I, I say that very loosely with him and I. He, he's got some speed. He's got some poise, ball in hand. Um, he's been working on his things and his, his ball tape, when he's clean, there's not too many um, that can get a hold of him. And if they do, to be honest, I'm okay with it. And get bent on the ball because it generally takes one or two of them to take him down, so... Yeah, I hope so. I hope he's done a heap of work. Um, he's such a better footballer than what he was three years ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it's, I hope it's with us. If it's not, I'm sure. There's others looking at him as well, trying to, trying to steal him from under our grass. But, yeah, fingers crossed. He's a good kid. and um, Yeah, he's done a lot of work, so fingers crossed. So can he
0: get fitter? Is there a knock?
1: I think um, kids that come into the program, some take a little bit longer to figure out what it Mm. potentially takes to to be a professional on and off the field and away from the club and when he's at the club. But you've seen the change um, in his physique and his makeup and his attitude and his diligence over the years. Um, And then you're at the mercy of some opportunities as well popping up. So the timing hasn't quite worked out when he's been in really good form. The AFL side's been winning. Um, and unfortunately, that, that form dips, and there's opportunities others have gone past him at times. So it's about that consistency, and not necessarily kicking four every week, but it's yeah, like you said, that work great right up and down the ground, and mm. being able to apply that small, small forward
0: pressure. Well, Shane McAdam's on his way to Melbourne. You never know, it might open up the door. Hey, we wish you all the very best for Sunday. Let's yeah. hope there's a big crowd there. The game gets underway at 3:15. Sandful Prelim Final. Sturt taking on the Croys. Appreciate your time, Matty.
1: No, thanks, guys. And yeah, hopefully, there's no boycotts on the weekend. Appreciate it. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly.
2: All right, now, there's <laughs> yeah. the challenge. You can set that challenge. If you're a sandfall lover, but you're not a Sturt supporter, I, I, don't, I
0: don't know why I give it oxygen, Roach. It's like a text coming through here oxygen. saying, you do, you keep bringing up what Cornsy wrote about three People weeks ago. People read him. Well, People actually. Not, not everyone. You look, you look at the, the readership and the. What's it gone down, Roach? I haven't seen it recently. Well, I'm reading out the text here. Who cares what Wrinkles Corn says? Speaking of adopting teams, Mm -hmm.
2: let me come back. I'd love to play to you what a GWS player has urged the Crows supporters to do this weekend. I I like this, Rich.
1: Very humorous.